I had a million dollars, Sick. I'd buy you a coat. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! always hear the uh, the music so it's kind of weird oh yeah there we go so this is asinine radio this is the weekly music podcast yep. this is the greatest podcast you'll ever hear in your entire life yep. my name is tyler and uh actually not very far away probably about three feet away from me is jeff yeah we are in the that. same room i am in arizona far away from home and uh yeah we got we got quite the episode we have mm. we start with our fearless beer review mm. then we get into our vinyl pickups Leads into our songs of the week, and we finish up with some new music and other happenings in the music world. Go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at at, at Asinine Radio. Now, Jeff, mm. what do you got? Oh. Fearless Beer Review. You're um, clearly distracted. Yeah, I was reading more about the controversy of this guy in Takashi 69. Oh, fuck that guy. Why do you even read about this guy? Because <laughs> I just don't. So I, he's, dumb. He's very, I just don't like him. So. He's stupid. Yeah, he's stupid. He's fucking stupid. We got. Um, yeah, I'm just open that up. We uh, they don't they don't have great white out here here in this beautiful state of Arizona. It's a dry heat, so it's not that hot. <laughs> we have uh, we don't have great white, so whenever people come out here, I've been requesting that they bring like a 18 pack or a 12 pack. Is it an 18 pack? That's 12 packs. 12 packs. They're 12. Packs. That doesn't make any sense to be 18 pack. Well, I guess you can no, can beers. Yeah, Budweiser has has 18 packs. Okay, so a 12 pack. I've been requesting people that come out here bring like a 12 pack because the beer is like, if not my favorite beer, and I just I I don't get it out here, for whatever reason I don't know. So don't now. Know. Um, uh, I have this like really loud. If I talk really close, I'm like really loud. Okay, now. I could turn us down here. Here so we go. Here we you go. You told me to turn it up, and then I turned it up. Okay, and we got well, turned we're up, good. And now we're it's good turned now. up. Is that better? So, how you? close do you talk? Are you like, oh, oh. however close you want? Not I'm, that close. Like, usually, you, you really, you really spike there. Usually, like, my chin touches. Okay, that's I'm about fine. like right here. So, like, you see my yeah, face? No, you're good. You're all good. But I can't tell because your, your fingers are on the mic. I don't know what your placement is. I'm like okay. that. I'm like that. Or I you're, can be like that. Okay. You're a little bit further. That's not a big deal. But it's fine. Yeah. So we don't get great white out here. And <laughs> I, I want it. And Tyler came out. He brought a, a 12 pack, 12er. And then my wife's mother and father came out, the in-laws. And they also brought beer. We got a lot of great white. So there's a lot of great white. There's a lot of great white. So and, um, um, let's let's cheers. Yeah. Cheers. Here we go. This is damn live cheers. Has live not cheers. been oh. happening. You know, usually I'd like like if I don't have another beer, I'll clink my ring. Like, like oh, that. there you go. Yeah, I cheat. I cheat. <laughs> I cheat. <laughs> All right, here we yeah, go. Here we go. Let's go. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that is good. This uh, this this is. I've done this beer multiple times in the pod. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we've done this beer multiple times in the pod, and it's just, uh, it's good. This is, I mean, this this is probably like my favorite beer of all time. It's, it's, <sighs> it's just there. It's, 
It's, but it's not just there because you have to have people smuggle yeah, it across no, right, the border. Right. It's not. It's not like literally just there. It's uh, it's there. Everything that I want about beer is there. It's it's beer <laughs> for one. True. If I drink enough of them, I will get a little toasty. Mm-hmm. It's got a little bit of sweetness in it. It's not quite on the level of Blue Moon. It's not syrupy. It doesn't stick to my my throat, the roof of my mouth. True. It's it's much better than a Blue Moon. Very. It it is sweet, but it's not. It doesn't have the sweetness of the blue moon, but it, and it's also not nearly as sweet as a lining kugel, which is yes. good. Like one of those is good, but after one, you're out. But this is a solid beer, even to drink during the summer. This is good. Dude, this it's is refreshing. a beer. This it's is a, a beer, year-round beer. This is a beer you can drink when it's 120 degrees in the dry heat of Arizona, or <laughs> you can drink this in the middle of the winter when it's you know fucking 35 degrees here. Mm-hmm. Very delicious. true. Delicious, nutritious. It's a good beer. It is. Uh, so we have a three-point rating system where three is a perfect beer. Two is a good beer you're going to continue to drink. Mm-hmm. One is a bad beer, but you should give it a shot. And zero is a drain pour. So what do you D- give this one? This is a three. This is this is a perfect beer. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. It's a perfect beer. It's a 2.7. That's a little bit low. It's a 2.7. It's not perfect. It's you, a 2.7. You could do like two, 2.8 would be fine. Okay, let's go with a 2.8. Yeah, 2.85. We'll just no, do 8.5 because we'll 8.5 we'll sounds okay. nice. You know what? We're going to do 2.75 now. Okay, well, you can round up to 2.9. You, you spoiled so. it. You spoiled it. It's <laughs> 2.75. So, yeah. So, there, there we go. Uh, I looked on Beer Advocate, and our boy Raul, for some reason, has not uh, reviewed this beer, which I'm surprised, but I don't whatever. know why they don't distribute this to California. Or to... Arizona. Or Arizona. I live in California. Yeah, you don't live in, live in California. Yeah. It's dry heat. Yeah, the dry heat. But yeah, I don't know well, why either. Uh, but this is also weird that we're podcasting in the same room. It, it happens maybe once a year now. Yeah. It's, it's rare. Even when I come out here, we don't really, we don't podcast very often when I'm here. Or even when you come to California, we never podcast. It's, it's just, it's, it's, it's weird. for sure less likely to happen if, when, if and when I go to California than it is True. when you come out here. Yeah. Because there's so, there are a lot more obligations in California than when I come out here. Yeah. Plus, I don't have a place to stay in California, really. There's that. So it's like I'm like a nomad. <laughs> Couch surfing for Couch a day surfing, or two. Which yeah. is always, I mean, it's fine, but I'm not, we're, I'm, I'm not a youngling anymore. Yeah. We're not 21, I'm 22. I'm not a youngling. I, I, need, I need a solid, I need like a solid seven hours of uninterrupted and I'll be fine. Wow. You are just an old man. Dude, if I can get seven hours, just straight sleep. I fall asleep. I don't wake up. Because usually like, I wake up with the kids taking to school or something will wake me up. And then I need a little bit more. I need a nap at some point. Okay. But fuck, man. It's, besides the weekends, but even like the weekends, the kids wake up early and they're always making noise or somebody comes over. It's hard to get seven hours of uninterrupted. It's very difficult. It's fair. Did you get seven hours the last couple nights since I've been here? Last night I did. Okay, good. Good. But I think that's just because we stayed up really late, and then I was pretty drunk when we went to bed. So yeah, we were last night. We, we it was pretty toasty. It was a pretty toasty night. Yeah. But anyway, uh, let's uh, let's get yeah, into let's get our, into our vinyl pickups. Our vinyl pickups, not the stuff we picked up here in Arizona, at least, because I think we'll save that for next week because we picked up a lot of records yesterday, and I, it was it yeah. was overwhelming. <laughs> so and we and I know I have a lot of stuff to listen to over the next week, so. I guess we'll just talk about what we've got before I came out to Arizona or yeah. listen to. I should no, say no. That's fine. Okay. This, this was a this was a strange week for me because I was still kind of going through and purging a lot of stuff. I was giving things second chances. There was a lot of Jefferson airplanes, a lot of Jefferson starships that I thought 
you know, I'm really into like this psych, this old rock. Let me just let me just throw these on again. And a couple of their albums were supposed to be really good. I threw I threw how were you okay over there? No, yeah, I'm just his ears like he's like shaking his my, head my back and got, forth. My headphone got caught. As if like he was swimming and he had like water in his ears. So you like you like shake your head back and forth <laughs> like that to get the water out. That's what he's doing. <laughs> no, I bizarre. But I, I've been trying to listen to these things over again to make sure because I have this weird attachment to these records that I paid nothing for. And I just it I, is I, I think I'm gonna miss out in fifty in twenty years these might be worth something. So that's like that's stupid. That's not why we're doing this. Yeah, and it's Jefferson tr- Starship. If it's not worth anything now, it's not going to be worth anything in twenty years. <laughs> that's I know, right? You know, so Dude, it already came out <laughs> fucking forty years yeah, ago. Yeah, so it's not. <laughs> it's definitely not going to go up in value. It's so. just that's not why we're doing this. We don't do this. We're not. I don't want to be a collector, even though we are collecting. I have a lot of fuck. I have eight hundred records now, give or take. Yeah, we a hundred. We just recently looked at each other's discogs, and I think you have eight hundred sixteen. Logged and I have three hundred numbers here. Three hundred sixty, I think, logged. Yeah, it's it's a big difference. There's a lot of records here that I'm looking at, but the, I will say, everything here is very well organized. It's 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 pretty good. It's pretty rad that it's this well organized. I I can't. I mean, I I just sit here and listen to music and watch sports and do nothing else except this. And I've built my own shelves and yeah, labeled everything. So I I do have a pretty solid tight system going on. Yeah. Do you know what would be really cool? Like, if you really wanted to get really ambitious with, um, with organization, is to make make this a little bit wider, make each one a little bit wider, and put a pullout drawer on the, below it. Oh, damn! That would be really cool. I think you could do it. It, it. it takes some some work, but I think you could do it, and it would save so much room. What I've thought about doing is taking this, cutting the legs off. And then putting the calyx, the three by threes. Oh yeah, yeah. And then putting them under, but it would sit a little, it would sit a little bit higher, mm-hmm. and so this would be raised more. But then I think it'd be cool to have the calyx under there to put like I don't know box sets, other things in there, mm-hmm. and then have like a little a little hidey hole behind everything, so I can like crawl behind if like an intruder comes, I can oh hide like a little panic room, <laughs> a little <laughs> like three by three foot. Yeah, panic room? just enough room yeah. for me to lay in. Yeah, while my family, not even, well, I don't even think you could lay in it. While I think my family you, dies, so that's yeah. cool. You know, <laughs> but yeah, no, like this is it though. The, the, like what you see here, I don't want to build any more of these. I don't want any more of anything. I just want to eventually keep rotating things out that I don't listen to to make room for new stuff. I don't want like this is it. This is the extent of yeah. my collection, the size of it. I don't want to put anything else in here. I can see that. I mean, it, it's a lot of records. It is a lot. I'm just. I'm never gonna listen to them. There's uh, not enough there's time. A, no, there is a lot of stuff you're not. I know for sure you're not going to listen to. I mean, I saw a culture club in there, that with I, it. But you, uh, 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 in six months, that'll be gone because you'll have never listened to it more than that one or two times. I don't know, man. I'll tumble for it. He's pretty solid. <laughs> oh uh, that's what I should have picked in my fucking song. Wait, <laughs> I'll tumble for it. But yeah, so this week has just been weird because I've been going through a lot of changes and things have been happening. Mm-hmm. So I've I've been listening to a lot of like shit things. I just I. I'm thinking about getting rid of, so I don't have like a lot of stuff. I did add three things that I picked up yesterday, or yeah, yesterday mm-hmm. to my list. But um, so so earlier, I, I I have like seven Harry Belafonte records. Do you listen to all of them? Because they're all free, and live at Carnegie Hall Part Two when he returned is a fucking banger. But I think I told you listen to the first live at Carnegie Hall. Yeah, and that's the one I bought. Yeah, for like a dollar though. 
it was okay though. It's not yeah. it's not great. But the second one is really, really good. And the Midnight Special has got like the first recording of Bob Dylan playing harmonica. So this guy's like this guy's been around. This yeah. guy knows what he's doing. And there's a lot of good stuff in a lot of his music. But like damn, it sounds the same so often. And he has <laughs> like fucking 30, 40 records. Yeah, it's way too much. It's like Herb Alpert. It's like you've heard the first, you've heard a few records, mm. you've heard it all. It's, just, it's too much. But I did keep Jump Up Calypso. That's the one that has uh I don't even know what it's called, but the shake, 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 so you know what Oh I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Down, I would say it's be, it was pro- it's probably called Shake Sonora. Senora? Yeah, maybe. I think it's called Jump in the Line, actually. Jump in the Line. Rock, money. Oh, okay, maybe, yeah. Yeah. So that was a good one. (laughs) (laughs) But then I got rid of four ones that I listened to. I started off doing, okay, I'm going to keep listening to Harry Belafonte. So the first one I did, I listened to the first half. I was like, I don't want to do this again. The second one, I listened to the first half. The third one, I listened to two songs. And the fourth one, I got through one song. I was like, okay, I'm just, I don't want to do this anymore. That's a lot of that that style. You know, it's just too much at one time. Don't want to do it. And then I knew you were coming over, so I listened to Tanya Tucker's Greatest Hits. Okay. Because it's been sitting here for so long. And I was like, because I, I, I've already had other Tanya Tucker albums. Mm. Purge those, because I have the Greatest Hits now. I'm never going to listen to anything else besides the Greatest Hits, specifically just Delta Dawn, really. Yeah, that's the only one worth listening to. But it was good. Like, Delta Dawn was the first track, and I was not disappointed. I, I would think that is probably, like, a top five song of all time for you, right? Yeah, I would, I would, I would venture that's safe. Yeah, that's fine. I would I wouldn't argue that. It's wild. It's a banger, dude. It is a good song. It is. It is. Yeah. I, I listen to Carly. These are all bad. I listen to Carly <laughs> Carly Simon's <laughs> album. Her her album called No Secrets. I, I picked this one up because she did the the uh, Nobody Does It Better James Bond theme, and what? that was what what song? Nobody Does It Better. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. And yeah. that's a that's a top five theme songs for James Bond. So I, I said, she's got to be like good, right? She she was married to James Taylor, who I fucking love. So I, like I don't know, it's got to be really good. But marriage means nothing when it comes to music. Love and marriage, but this album was not very <laughs> fun at all. Like, I had no fun with this whatsoever. But of course, it's in my collection because I'm an idiot. Well, you kept it. You didn't purge it. No, because I, I I was already done with the purging and Ugh. like everything was already set and I, like, I even like kind of like alphabetized everything. I was like, I don't want to do this. This is like the morning that you were coming over here. I was like, I don't want to fucking do that. I don't want to readjust everything. What do you mean? It's putting one person. It's literally sifting through a record saying, okay, S. I'll put Carly Simon here. I actually do C. What? I do everything just by how you say them, the first letter that you say them. That's No, that's Except for like the's and a's, like uh, uh, data remember. It should be data remember. See, now you're inconsistent. No. No, you're inconsistent. Because uh, a day to remember, a day to remember, that would be under A. It wouldn't be under D. Uh, yes, it would be under D. Because I don't, I don't know what that, what that part of the speech is called. Like the's, a's. They're, they're called I don't letters know. and words? Uh, I know they're called letters and words, but like prepositions, other things like that, I don't know. <laughs> but it, like Alice Cooper, for instance. How would you file Alice Cooper as a solo and as a band? Alice Cooper would go under A because that's the name of the band. Okay, what about Alice Cooper solo? You put under C? Yeah, we'd put it under C. Yeah. That's no, okay, that's stupid. <laughs> you know that's stupid. But then why why would Alice Cooper wouldn't release an Alice Cooper as a band record and then Alice Cooper as a solo record? That doesn't make any sense. Well, actually he did because he released his first the that nightmare album that I got rid of I purged. Uh-huh. I was oh, making yeah. fun of it because it sounds enough it sounds super lame. But that was an Alice Cooper solo album. 
So you would file that under C, but then Alice Cooper, like the iconic Alice Cooper band, you file that under A? I would, yeah. That's stupid. Logically, that's what you would do. Logically, no. Logically, you just file things as as no, they're written. That's silly. That's that's silly boy talk. No. Yeah. So if you're looking for Carly Simon, it would be under C. Because <laughs> that makes sense. Dumb conversation. <laughs> but uh, some good stuff that I bought. These next four, five are good, are bangers. Uh, the Academy is. I finally uh, got my record almost here uh, after waiting far too long. And this website, Fueled by Ramen, just gave me like no updates whatsoever. They said, hey, we sent your record out to UPS. You'll get it soon. And then like three weeks passed. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm thinking like, dude, you, USPS could have got it here in three weeks. Like, if I wanted yeah. slow fucking shipping, I would have just sent it USPS. This is terrible. And there's zero updates. And every time you went on the website, UPS just said, yeah, check back tomorrow. Check back tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, dude, I've been, I've, been, I've been singing your praises over USPS for so long, and you're doing me dirty right now. You know, it's probably the whoever, you know, fulfills the orders probably didn't actually ship it out until, like, weeks after they sent that initial email. That's probably what happened. Because, I mean, once once that shit is scanned in, it's scanned in, and that'll show up on the website. So a couple things. One, I don't care. Um, <laughs> two. So it's not UPS's fault. It's the Fueled by Ramen. Again, back to my number one, I don't fucking care whose fault it is. I just know that the people that charged me the money for it said, hey, we're sending it out. And then three and a half weeks later, I received it. Mm -hmm. That's all I care about. Okay, but the album's a banger, kid. I don't no, know why um, you hate this fucking band. I don't. Band. I never got into. They them. are I don't think, so good. I, they're not that good. They're amazing. They're okay at best. Oh, you're insane, insanity. I don't. I don't get it. I don't get it. It's this. This band is so the only. Cool. The only good thing that they've ever done was the singer sang on the uh, that Cobra Star Cobra Starship song, "The Snakes on a Plane." That was it. Yeah. That's like the only good thing the Academy has ever done. That's like a, like a super group song. It, it really is. It has so many people on it. It's a banger. Absolute banger. But the Academy is, is, is solid. It's, it's like pop punk and then mixed with kind of... Emo. Like proggy instrumentals. No. Yes. Ah. Dude, their drummer does some weird shit. And it's, it's not like it's super technical or good. But for pop punk, it's, it's, it's like if Travis... Was I don't I don't know more more rock based and not so flashy. Uh huh. It's it's just really good. It's okay. just really good. Okay. A lot of the guitars are just doing their own thing while while the vocalist is singing a strong melody. They don't match whatsoever, but somehow kind of blend together. Yeah, it's cohesive. It's, it's really good. Okay, all right. I'm putting it on my list of to do. So uh, that's fine. We'll do it. Is it a colored variant? Yeah, it's silver. Ooh, nice and silver. I don't really like silver that much anyway, but yeah, it's probably the weakest of the colors. But it's uh, I don't know. It's kind of cool. Okay, better right. than nothing, I guess. True, but better than black. Better than black. Back in black. Men in black. Uh, so another one I got was um, I took it from you, but then you bought it anyway. But uh, I got Dick Hyman. This was something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. I'm just laughing because I'm I'm an idiot and I bought it too. So oh, you just wait till I talk about colors, but I'm not talking about this week. Okay, yeah, next week. Next but week. Uh, but yeah, I, I picked the, I picked up this Dick Hyman. You've you've talked about him before, and you were like, "Hey, you should pick this up." There's like ten bucks. Yes, I and did. And for once, not for once, but one of the few times that our favorite record store, the owner, kind of jumped in our conversation, was super excited to talk about music. He was stoked. Was uh, was this? And Tyler's like, "Yeah, you should buy it." 
and it was ten dollars. And I'm because I'm so fucking cheap. Ten dollars is it might as well be a million. <laughs> no difference. And so I was like, oh, you know, okay. And then remember I said like put it back and yeah. I'll, I'll look at it. And then the owner jumped in, Desi, and he was like, yeah, dude, I'll put it on. And he put it on. And like he ran over. Like yeah, he was he stoked. Did. He was very excited to throw it on. And he put it on, and it was very bizarre. It was very weird. A lot of zaps. A lot of zaps. A lot of zoinks. Like very spacey. <laughs> but it was it was really good. It was really stupid, mm-hmm. but it's really good. And it's really good because I, I, I think of the music, how it would sound if you and I got that instrument yeah. and played just us two and then just wrote music. That's what it would sound like. Yeah. I, I, I think if people who, lis- who are listening who have never heard of Dick Hyman, the best way to describe him is jazz music with a shit ton of moog on it like electronic trippy space electronic music yes with a jazz backbeat like that's what it is it's fucking great and then the i found out about him a couple months ago because i bought a record from the glass house and it was his album moon gas and i want i my song of the week came from that album and then we talked about it a couple months ago but and played it too but yeah, it's killer, killer stuff. It's a good album, and I'm glad I got it for ten dollars because Tyler bought it for twenty. I bought it for twenty. I know. And I that's like, kind of cool. And then I bought another one of his records for twenty. Yeah. So, but whatever. to be fair, last time you came out, you got a discount. I didn't get a discount, so we all got a discount that day at Aldo's. Oh, no, at at Grace. Oh, at Grace. You okay. Got, you got ten percent. You're buying something expensive, so you got like fifteen dollars off. I did. Yeah. I, and I got true. zero dollars off, even though the guy knew we were together. But you also, and then I was the one. But that, you also only spent like twenty dollars. But I day. was the one that encouraged you to buy that high, expensive item. So if yeah. anybody should get a fucking discount, it's me. I'm the one hustling for a place I don't even work for. <laughs> Irritated for an album that you pretend that you don't like, or, and I pretend I don't have. That's true too. I know you have it. I know you have the melancholy box set. I, I know do. you do. I do. You're not. hiding it from me. I, you've hid it from me all weekend. <laughs> um, another thing I bought. This album had been at, at at this place we go to. Nichols has this box of unwanted records. They just sit there, and nobody wants them, so they continuously mark them down. Which I think is like almost all record stores should fucking do this. Yeah. Like if you have a bunch of records that you get in that you think are going to sell, they don't sell. Just mark them down. Get rid of them. Get some new shit in there. Yeah. What's the point of keeping it? It just makes no sense. Space. It's yeah. stupid. So this has been marked down from like twenty five to twenty to like twelve, and then it was at nine. And it had been sitting there since we started collecting. And mm-hmm. so I was you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to buy it. I'm in a good mood today. We've, I've already got a good haul. We got a lot of good yeah. deals. So I'm just going to buy it because it's nine bucks. Don't care. And then he gave it to me for like six. <laughs> and so I was like, okay, that's really cool then. And it, the, the band's called Zod. And oh, the, this band. The album's called Operationally Ready Dead. <laughs> but they're from Singapore. They're a Singapore hardcore band. And... I think like the language barrier probably has something to do with that operationally ready dead. Mm, yeah, oh, that's absolutely. difficult to say and just really a weird it, title. It doesn't make sense. Not at all. No. Not even like a cool way though. Yeah, yeah. But knowing they're from Singapore is actually kind of cool, I guess. But I, I I wouldn't say they're like a hardcore band. They're more like a hardcore punk band. Yeah, with a that, I don't even want to say grindcore, but almost almost to the point of grindcore, almost there. Yeah, yeah. Because it's just—it's like a wall of just noise. Yeah, you know, it's a it's, fucking mess. It's—it's it's not the most cohesive of a record. And we thought we thought the first time was like the same song over and over, <laughs> like four different times. It was a good song, but I swear it was like the same song four different times. Yeah. But I was reading more. I mean, there wasn't a whole lot about it, as you can probably imagine. 
True. And so I'm reading more about it, and and they use like a lot of reverb in their vocals, and because we don't know if they're singing in English or, I wrote down the language, Mal- Malay, Malay, Malay. Okay. Malay. That's the language of Singapore. Of Singapore. Okay. Got it. I looked that one up today. So I can Look be at smart. you. Yeah. Look at you. So we, I, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It, it was, it's really cool. It was cool. I'm glad I got it for six bucks. Yeah. It's worth $6. If, was, if you like kind of heavier, fast, spastic music, it's worth six bucks. I, I, I will go back to this again because I get in these little moods of, of different genres. So I will throw this on again. Yeah. I'll probably just do the second side because the first side's the same fucking song four times. But <laughs> so it's cool. It's like 15 minutes of listening. I stupid like <laughs> that's all you I need. Sw- though, really, I got honestly. up to check if it was looping. Yeah, <laughs> I swear it was the same fucking song. Whatever, it's a cool band. Check them out. Zod Z O double D Z O D D. Another one I got was Dropkick Murphys Warriors Code. Okay, we yes. listened to this one last night. Sloan loved it. I have been I've been eyeballing the the Dropkick Murphys for a while. I just don't pull the trigger because they're always online. You can always buy them like the Epitaph site, the Dropkick site. They're always there for like twenty bucks. So I saw the Warriors code there. It was twenty bucks. I think he gave it to me because you know, knocking off a couple dollars. So yeah, of course. eighteen bucks. I'm super satisfied with it. It's their fifth Sounded album, two thousand five. Mm-hmm. This is the album that had the song Tessie, that that Boston Red Sox old school fucking rally cry, whatever it is. Yeah. But that but that song it's a hype had, song. Yeah, it's a hype song for sure. That song they had recorded and then released on their EP in like two thousand four before the Red Sox had won the World Series that year. Mm-hmm. And they passed it out, and they were supposedly, I put that in like quotations, scare quotes. Yeah. As as legend has it, you know, Ken Casey <laughs> and Al Barr were passing this EP out, saying like, "Hey, listen to this," and the Red Sox are going to win the series this year. Yeah. And then, as we know, the Red Sox eventually were down four games or down three games, and they were down in the in the elimination game against the Yankees, and then came back to win the next four games to progress into the World Series and then win the World Series for the first time in 86 years. It's pretty insane. And so when they were down in that fourth game, when they were down three games and none in the elimination game, like that whole series, I guess, they were receiving like death threats, which I totally believe because Red Sox fans are crazy. Boston fans are fucking insane. True. They're receiving death threats from like friends, family, neighbors. Everybody was telling them to stay the fuck away from the Red Sox. (laughs) The Red Sox ended up winning the World Series, and then now the Dropkick Murphys are like an institution as far as Red Sox baseball goes, yeah. and Boston goes at that. Yeah, they, they are the biggest thing to come out of Boston, I'd say, right? Musically, musically. I would think so. Who's bigger th- out of Boston? Because Springsteen, I was going to say Springsteen, but he was New Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey. <laughs> yeah. Barf. All Misfits are from New Jersey, so. That's true. That's, that's a solid. But no, yeah. The Bouncing Souls are from Jersey, too. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, nothing out of Boston, I can't think. But do you believe that story that they're passing out their EP, knowing knowing that the Red Sox haven't won a fucking World Series champion in 86 years? I think they're it, passing out the EP, saying that if you listen to this, they're going to win the series. I think it's just it's it's just part of the lore. It's, you think it's, it's after a legend. The fact, though, they were saying yeah, that? I think, I think so. so I think it, it was just all part of the legend and the lore, and it, it just makes it more fun, the story more fun and exciting. Because that's what it is. There's just no way you're going to pass out an EP or pass out music and say, hey, if you listen to this, the Red Sox will win the series. Because you know that the Red Sox probably aren't going to win the series. Yeah. Because they, they just don't. That's what, that's what the Red Sox don't or, do. Or it could be one of those things like they, they pass them out, and if they don't win, nobody's going to remember that they were even saying that. But then if they do win, then they could double down and then mark it. Oh, we predicted this. That we, we did so this. They're taking a chance. They're taking a chance, knowing full well that if it didn't it didn't go through it didn't happen it wouldn't have been a hit to the band see uh, that would make that that does make sense and it sounds it's 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 a sound argument i just don't think these guys 
who live in Boston area, there's just no way. Like, look at Steve Bartman from from the Chicago Cubs, who, or not the player, but the fan who caught that foul ball. Oh yeah. And then still to this day, like people fucking hate him, and <laughs> he has like avoided the the spotlights to this day. Yeah. Like, and that's the Cubs. Dude, the the Red Sox fans are even worse than that. Mm-hmm. There's there's I just there's no way there's no way these guys would would risk that because they they have, they have to live there they can they can show that's their true. face anywhere that's true too that's no true way too. this is after the fact it makes for a good story though it's cute it does. It, it's cute it's cute but this is a banger <laughs> of an album and and then, and then the 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 song shipping up to Boston mm-hmm. which is like arguably part of their biggest song that was used on the Departed a year later remember the Departed yeah Leo, yeah, yeah. No, yeah I know Jack the movie Nicholson. I know the movie yeah Jack Nicholas Jack Nicholson oh the the golfer Jack Nicholas what the fuck Jack Nicholas is a golfer. Okay. Come right. on. I don't. I don't watch golf. Idiot. I don't keep up on golf. You don't keep up on anything. That's fine. So yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a banger right now. Warriors Code. It's got a lot of good songs. Very good Celtic uh, punk. And it's good. Absolutely. Okay. All right. It's also weird that that it, like the words Celtic, but the Boston Celtics. It's it's, it's, uh, it's we yeah. accept that as being wrong, and it's okay because well, it's, it's the like, Boston Celtics. It's like Notre Dame and Notre Dame. You call the cathedral Notre Dame, but you call the team Notre Dame. Yeah, I guess. Or the Hunchback of Notre Dame. You don't say the Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> That's true. No one ever says that. Hunchback it's only the. Dame. It's only that the school. Weird. Yeah, it sounds <laughs> stupid. But at the school and the football <laughs> team, Notre Dame is totally fine. It's silly. It's 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 kind of cool though that these like institutions become bigger than like the word that they're even using. Yeah. Kind of you yeah. know whatever. Yeah. Whatever. My weekly pick is is an album that I bought a long time ago. But uh, I just put it on today because I thought it, it, I thought it sounded different than it was. I wasn't disappointed at all. I still love it. But I thought it was a little more, more punk-based, and it's not. It's just more pop and pop rock. But the band's called Puffy. They're a Japanese band. couple, I think it's just two of them. And they just hire a bunch of session and studio musicians to play. But this album was released in 1999. And when they came over to America, Puffy, who else in America is named Puffy? P. Diddy. P. Puff Diddy, Daddy. baby. Guess who sent him a cease and desist? Like the first oh, show they played. What a piece of shit. Cease and desist, baby. What a so piece of shit. They, had a, they didn't change their name, They cha- they but they added on. Their their names are like Ami and, and Yuki. Okay. So they did Puffy, Ami, Yuki. Like just oh, okay, one yeah. big long yeah, name. Yeah. So they kept the Puffy part. But yeah, dude, like the first time they played, I think it was South by Southwest they played. And then, and then the P. Diddy estate. Send him a season assist. <laughs> what, a, what a dumbass. Oh, fuck that guy. And of course, like these these two girls from Japan who probably just chose his name randomly. Probably had no real knowledge of who the Puffy was. No, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. They were just like, uh, okay, I guess we'll change our name. But <laughs> then they so went on dumb. to do like like work with Cartoon Network. I think they did their own show, like the Ami Yuki show, something. I don't know. Oh and yeah, then, you showed me that. And then Tyler thinks he saw him on Harvey Birdman, which makes sense. It's very possible. They could have been the band that was on that episode, yeah. But who knows? I, I could just be completely generalizing because it was a Japanese band on the on the show. But yeah, I don't know. I, I don't. I watch a lot of cartoons, but I guess not that much. Um, Harvey, you, do you even like Harvey Birdman? No, that's a cartoon I never got into. Oh, it's so funny. Harvey it, Birdman, I never got into. Space Ghost, never. Oh, got Oh, that's into. a good one too. But Space Ghost isn't as good. What about Sea Lab? No, I didn't even watch C Lab. Ah, oh, Sea Lab's good. That's a good one. Because the too. animation annoyed me. It looks. Oh, I just. Man. I didn't like the, the way the animation looked. I mean, but also there were shows on on Adult Swim that you never liked, but now you love, like Tim and Eric. Uh, I don't want to say I love it. Oh, it's good. <laughs> I like. Get out of here. You know what I like, Brett? Remember that show, Breadwinners? I made you watch. 
Oh my god, that show is where it was just constant. That show is a mess. It was constant noise, constant action, constant farts, constant just everything. But that's, it's just like it's so it just doesn't make any sense. <laughs> like that, like, that's like that's my jam. That's oh what my I like. God. And Adventure Time obviously is the top three cartoons ever made. I don't I don't I don't get Adventure Time. I've tried watching it. I don't get it. Well, because you're not like I, I not, can I can see why people like breadwinners, but oh, dude, breadwinners especially so kids. I can understand why kids love that. But Adventure Time, I don't. That and Rick and Morty, people love those shows, and I just don't. I don't think they're that good. Rick and Morty, I don't understand. I don't think it's good. Adventure Time is not. It's not supposed to be like a funny show. It's just, it's an adventure show. It's Adventure Time. It's a. It's a. It's I don't know. It's like the Star Wars of of cartoons. Oh my god. You're fo- you're following these characters. It's not just Finn and Jay. I mean, I don't want to get into Adventure Time. It'd be fucking forty five minutes to <laughs> sixteen hours talking about Adventure Time. But my 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 pick is Puffy. What's what's the song? Uh, I don't know. It's all in Japanese, and gotcha. I can't read Japanese. Okay. So uh, so here is uh, I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna try to do anything. So here it is uh, from the group uh, Puffy. There you go. There's Puffy, a whopping 44 second long song. So there you go. Jeff's Jeff's new favorite band, straight out of Japan. Baby. I like this band. They released like 12 albums too. A lot of albums, maybe like, maybe like 10, but they released a lot of albums. I would definitely keep an eye out for them. I did, but I did Google Translate this. Yeah, I don't know. Why I didn't do it earlier. I didn't do it earlier, but you should have. But okay. But uh, it's it translates to summer vacation prototype. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so that, that I mean clearly that's a literal translation. Yeah, that's that yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Summer vacation prototype, which is such a fucking cool name for that type of song. It makes yeah. no sense. Very very true. It's uh, like it, but also this um this record not every song sounds like that. It's it's a pretty diverse sounding uh record. It, it was good. We listened to it today. That's I enjoyed it. That's what I remembered most from it was that these two these girls were all over the place. Like they did like the first song started off straight like pop punk, yeah, and it was solid. And then it kind of like you went then that country song. There was like a country song. There's a lot of traditionally pop like Beatles esque type songs. Mm-hmm. And then there was this acoustic song. There were a couple acoustic songs. And then there was like more of that. I mean, not straight, but in that K-pop kind of realm. Yeah, there was some stuff that sounded like that. So like they were all over the place. And I really liked. It. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I enjoyed it too. I enjoyed it too. It was a nice. It was a fun listen. This is something that I would never ever listen to because how would I ever come across this on yeah. Spotify unless Spotify said I should listen to this? It is. It is a very bizarre thing for you to listen to. I would have never expected it, but you know, everyone, we can, we can be surprised sometimes. So, yeah. um, so that was it. That's what you got, and uh, kind of what you listened to. So mine is much shorter because I didn't have a lot of time to listen to stuff, and yeah, because I, I was driving out here and. Other reasons. So uh, let's see here. The first thing I got here, I had this one on my list originally. I listened to it, but then I decided I wasn't going to keep it, so I gave it to you. And that was uh, Charles Lloyd and his album Moon Man. Hmm. Uh, so I'll just 
I mean, I, I guess I won't talk about it. There's no reason to talk about it. I mean, I'll talk about it when I listen to it. Yeah, exactly. So, and then we, we could talk about it together. There, there we go. go. Uh, the next thing I have here, I got from the Glass House uh, in Pomona, California. And this is uh, Metallica's Hardwired to Self-Destruct. This is their newest record. It came out in 2017, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, it's a solid record. I, it, it's not nearly one of their greatest, but out of their modern era, it's... Um, pretty damn good and it's a pink variant a nice bright pink variant mm. it was i guess it was like some special run they did for the breast cancer awareness thing the pink ribbon thing that's cool and uh, yeah so it's it's pink and it sounds great and it's a great album so i highly recommend people check it out if they've never listened to like the last two metallica records pretty damn good <laughs> pretty damn good uh this next one uh i might as well talk about it because we did listen to it together and that was last night we listened to it and that was Deftones, their album Adrenaline, yeah. their first record from 1995. Trash. Did, did you really think it was trash? No, I liked it a lot, actually. Did you really? Yeah. Oh, you son of a bitch. I'd probably pick it up for like 20 bucks. That's how much it costs. I know. I paid 20 bucks for it at I Grace. Got, I got $10 credit at Grace. I'd and they still have, they have, they had another copy at Grace. It was pretty good. Yeah. If you like, if you like that record, you're going to like their second record around the fur. It, it's that same like raw kind of. Just that sound, you know, I, I can't really explain it. it. There's not really a band that sounds like that. But then you did say something last night that it was, it sounds like a very slowed down version of Slipknot. Like musically. Yeah. Musically, it was like that. a very slowed down version of Slipknot. So I kind of I kind of got that. The, yeah, there are definitely parts that reminded me of that. There are definitely parts that sounded like the new metal of that era. Yeah. But I mean, I liked, I liked it a lot. I thought it was really good. It was great. Better than the album we did on the pod. Holy shit, dude. Like the same band is that <laughs> and Diamond Eyes. Dude, Diamond Eyes is trash. Oh, Diamond Eyes is so good. Literally trash. So good. But Adrenaline's great too. Engine number nine, top five uh, Deftones right there. So that's a great song. That's a banger of a song. Um, the last thing I have here is uh, Mastodon, their album Blood Mountain. Got this one from Glasshouse last weekend. And uh, this is their third record. Came out September 06. Uh, this, uh, this album's kind of cool too, cause it features some pretty interesting guests. Josh Homme was on a song. He also had like a little f- like voicemail letter thing that he read on, on the album. Cedric from the Mars Volta, uh, sang vocals on one of the songs. Uh, also Ike from the Mars Volta, the, the keyboard player. He was on another song, a different song. Uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a killer album. I got it for pretty damn cheap and, uh, yeah, I I really like it. It's it's a concept record. It and it's about like a it's about a, a the hero. He's climbing a mountain to return return the crystal skull to the top of the mountain to like restore peace to everything. And so the the story of the album is is his journey up the mountain and like the different monsters and and the different perils that he faces on the way up. Man, that is some big shoes to fill. It's it's. I mean, I I haven't read all. I haven't read the lyrics to the album, but. I don't know, man. It's pretty. It's it's it sounds really cool, and the album's really good too. And the song that I chose is Ca- uh, Capillarian's Crest, and they're like, I mean, this band is kind of like a prog metal band, and they're just they're just really cool. So, you know what? I'm just gonna play Capillarian Crest from Mastodon. So here we go.
There's Mastodon and the song Capillarian's Crest. What'd you think of it? What do you got? Uh, yeah, it was okay. Just okay? I've heard better. No, it was good. It was cool. I, I mean, I've never like listened to Mastodon really, I don't know, intently. Ever, I guess you could say. Yeah, I mean, I've like, I don't know. It's 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 cool. Like it was enough to pique my interest. Mm-hmm. So I would like to listen to this album and read about that story because that story's really really cool. Yeah. And so, like I said, man, like you've got to really step up the musical game to match that cool story. <laughs> I mean, they're not like they're not like your ELP or Yes or shit like that, but. No, but this just this song alone. I mean, this could have easily just been like a BT Bam song, and yeah, I mean, Colors is a fucking perfect album. True, but so. Mastodon they don't they don't jump around genres like BT Bam does. I mean, Colors was a little, a little unusual. Like yeah. Alaska wasn't was more traditional. True, true, true. But it's good. I I recommend it. I recommend it to everybody. Go check it out. Uh, so yeah, that's that's all I got for the. Um, for my, my vinyls and my song of the week. So let's just get into some new music. Do you want to play any of these? Because uh, I, I don't want to personally. But if you want to, we can. Uh, but first of all, first thing here, we don't have, there are no good album releases this over the over this last week. So nothing to talk about there. So uh, some no. new music. You don't want to play anything? No, but I do like some of these songs. Okay, that's fine. Uh, we'll talk about that. Um so yeah, some new music. Mike Shinoda uh, with somebody named Ian Dior and Upsal. They put out a new song called Happy Endings. And uh, I mean, I, it's okay. <laughs> it's nothing great. It's okay. But it's kind of interesting how Mike Shinoda put out a song the week we're doing the Lincoln Park record. Yeah. Kind of interesting. He, he did he, know. He yeah. was waiting for us. Yeah. He, was, uh, he listens to the pod. I like the um, song, though. Did you? Mm-hmm. Why, though? Because uh, you'd like One More Light? Um, maybe that may be number oh, one. So dumb. Um, no, I like this because this is this is the sound of what people are doing now. This is what like kind of I mean we kind of see it in nine, the the Blink record. Yeah, nine is kind of drifting into this. Not as much because nine's still pretty cool pop punk music, but it's not. Uh, but this is this is kind of where music is headed, especially in the rock realm, and they're doing things like this, and I'm fine with it. I think it's cool. Had a good melody. It was fine. Easy listening. <sighs> okay. Okay. I don't expect, like, I don't know, Mike Shinoda. He's not, like, great. Yeah, you don't expect greatness from Mike Shinoda. Yeah. It's, that's never been a thing. He's, so. he's, like, he's, like, uh, he's, like, he's like the Foo Fighters. He's all right. He's good. Just like you, you never good. expect greatness from Linkin Park. Well, I, no, I didn't expect greatness from Linkin Park. Correct. But there was greatness? There, oh, yeah. There, dude, Linkin, there was some... There was some great stuff. Oh, here we go. There was some great stuff. Well, listen to the main episode, anybody out there, because I'm I'm sure we'll get into that quite extensively. Um, So get into that. Uh, So yeah, there we go. Uh, Some some other songs. Andrew WK put out a new song called Babylon. Uh, This is a a big departure from what he normally does. It's not fun. It's not party music. It's dark. It's heavy. It doesn't have a lot of melody, but it's good. It's all right. It's stupid. Why is this stupid? Because he doesn't need to do the the I get wet sound every single time. I like True. that. I dig that he wants to do something else. But if you're going to do something like this, this sludgy and trudgy and dark, do it better. This is lame. This was like slow and... It wasn't slow. It was just like dun-dun-dun-dun-dun. It was like Jud-Jud. 
That's all it was. It was like Judd Judd. <laughs> Judd Judd were so good though. And then his vocals were but there was no his vocals were terrible. Yeah, they were they were pretty they were pretty awful. dull, pretty boring. Uh okay, so we had that one and then I guess the last thing here, uh Census Fail. Your boys in Census Fail. Yep. They put out a new song called Lush Rimbaugh. <laughs> so that's a that's a play on a name, I guess. That's funny. Of a guy who just died. Um so yeah, it was a it was a cool song. I mean, I'm not a I'm not a big census fail guy, but I enjoy when I listen when people put them on. I don't I'm not miserable. <laughs> so and people put them on a lot. In my, people in my life put them on a lot. So yeah, I don't know. I like them. What did you think of this one? I thought it was fine. I mean, there's there's gonna be like a huge difference in my opinion based on like the lyrics and what they're saying because yeah, dude, like he just died regardless of how you feel about him. If these lyrics are like overly disrespectful and shitty, that's gonna look bad. Yeah. If it's just kind of I don't know acknowledging him as as like a radio broadcasting icon, then that's that's cool, I guess. I mean, he. Uh, mind or he, if it's just complete fucking coincidence, that it, would also be very weird. It, okay, so so two, so two things. Rush Limbaugh, he he has said a lot of really shitty things. Yeah. Like he really has some fucked up things, but he's still. I mean, he. He is iconic within, within radio. Like you can't deny that he was, he was a shitty person, but he was iconic. And I don't know. I'm sure he he maybe he wasn't as bad, but he did say some shitty things over the I years. Mean, it's, it's it's so subjective, and he said a lot of things. He had a radio show, yeah. So he's he has just said a lot of words. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I'm sure we've said some really shitty things too. Like in the early days of our podcast, and we grow and rush. I mean, I don't listen to him or have listened to him enough, but I would assume that he he grew and uh, no, I, I he don't didn't. Know. <laughs> you, you didn't listen to him every fucking day all the time and read his shit before he left KFI. Before he left KFI, I listened to him quite a bit. I, I mean, mean, just because like he was on passing, KFI, yeah, just yeah, because just he was, he was on, on KFI, you were yeah. doing something else. Yeah, and, yeah, I mean, you don't. I don't know. He did touch a lot of people, and a lot of people really liked him. And and that's subjective too. You yeah. can't you can't say that those people are wrong or right. I mean. But just, I, I will. You don't agree with it, so they do, and it's just different. You have to, you have to accept that. Also, the people who would call into his show were like maniacs. They were, they because were because they hated they, him so. Fucking no, 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 much. no. They loved him. The people who called in, who called into his oh, show, oh, yeah, like they, they fucking loved him. Like they were obsessed with the man. It would that that was the the weirdest part to me. Whenever I would listen to his show, was were the people calling in because it was just like. I don't know. It was it was bizarre. I mean, like you, I Super listened to his bizarre. show every morning for almost a decade because it was on. Like my parents would listen to yeah, it. Yeah, like my my dad listened to Rush Limbaugh too, and my dad is, you know, he's he's not a conservative guy. He never has been, but he would still listen to Rush Limbaugh every fucking day. He would listen to Rush Limbaugh, John and Ken, Doctor Laura every fucking day. That's what I grew up on. I grew up on Rush Limbaugh. Oh, no, I grew up on Howard Stern, Rush Limbaugh. Dr. Laura and John and Ken. That was my childhood growing up, was listening to those fucking radio personalities. I was, was the stupid. same, ex- except mine was just KFI. Like, it was just KFI. Well, that was all KFI, except for Howard Stern. Yeah, I'd never listened to Howard Stern. Yeah. But, but uh, I mean, Dr. Laura said some really shitty things, too. Yeah, she, she was, was awful, too. Fucking little shit, too. <laughs> John and it, Ken, though. John and Ken, are you... St- they're great. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> we just don't take them seriously because they're so over the top. They're over, they're, and, they're, they, and they hate everything, and it's great. They're true personalities rather than people. Yeah. And they but, hate every, they hate it all. It's, but again, like my, I, I, I would feel bad listening to this song if they're just like laying into him and praising his death because that's just fucked up. It's too soon. 
Yeah, he literally just died a week ago. And I don't know too much about the guys from Census Fail, but unless they really know their politics, bashing somebody after they die because you don't agree with what they have to say, even though you don't even know what the fuck they're talking about, yeah, that is very immature and shitty. I agree. And it's not only that, it's just kind of cheap. It's like writing a song about Hitler, unless like it's a total joke song. Like it's just it, it's just kind of lame. Done. It's just it's, it's lame. It's, it's just used. not. It's not interesting, you know. Maybe that's a bad example. I don't know. But I do. I do give him credit because it's not the song's not called Rush Limbaugh. It's, it's Lush, Lush Rimbaugh. Lush Rimbaugh. Yeah. So somebody searching for like Rush Limbaugh, their song wouldn't immediately pop up. True. True. So, like if so, but the song's cool, and I like Senses Fail, and that song's cool, and I think their album's supposed to, come, or maybe it came out last year, or supposed to come out last year. I don't remember. Was it? I don't know. And I don't know enough about him. All I know, Let It Unfold You is a fucking banger. And I should have bought it on vinyls when it was cheap, and I didn't. Mike has it, and I've listened to it. I've listened to it it on vinyl. So let's play Dr. Babe. We'll operate today. Oh, my God. And then the last thing here, uh, (laughs) Chino, the singer from Deftones, he, uh, he did a song with somebody named Triple Red. I'm not entirely sure who he is, but the song... Uh, it was uh, produced by Travis Barker from the Blink-182s, and the song is called Geronimo, and you hated it. I know you did. It was terrible. The song was yeah, awful. Yeah, it, it really wasn't His name good. is Trippy Red, not Triple Red. Oh, Trippy. I'm sorry. Yeah. Reading, pod reading's hard. We all know this. Um, but no, the, the song this song was pretty stupid. It was pretty fucking dumb. It's just the that typical Feldy, Travis Barker sound. Like, just, just the drums sound like shit, production-wise. It's just not good, and just the song is bad. The vocals suck, except for Chino's vocals are good. You thought that was good. You thought that was good. I mean, it's Chino. It's oh, that, okay. that's that's Chino. It's not good or bad. It's just it's, it's it was, Chino. It's, it's fun it's, to hear him. It, it's that's him. <laughs> terrible. Tom is a terrible singer, but we all so love hearing irritating. him. We love hearing Tom. We listened to Tom so much already this weekend. We're gonna listen to more tonight. Absolutely, more Angel and Airways. Nine, and then we're going to listen. To we're not going to listen to nine again because Tom's not on that. So why would we listen to nine? Because it's great. It's their second no, best. Not. No, we're not. We're I mean, it's not their second best. I'm just kidding. I don't say that. Yeah, that's fucking. Stupid. Don't take it that for worry, everybody. Uh, Coheed and Cambria. It looks like they put out their own line of coffee or their own with a coffee with their name on it, kind of. Coffee V. <laughs> uh, so uh, they, uh, there's two. There's two kinds here. I don't know much about. They're twenty bucks, man. Come on, guys. Like a normal bag of coffee is usually like fourteen bucks. You buy the store, like kind of like that craft coffee. Yeah. You could probably stretch craft it to like coffee. seventeen. Such a fucking joke. It is not a joke. Aye. You're insane. You're gonna piss off the Aye. coffee lover. You're gonna I don't piss give off. You're gonna piss off Skip. Coffee is shit. Coffee oh. is shit. Oh. I don't. I do not like coffee. Coffee Woof. is not good. Everybody's been duped. It's like French fries or chips for our British listeners. Chips. It's it's trash. It's overrated food. It's not that. What good. do they call chips in England? Like potato uh, crisps. Chips. That's that's stupid. Come on. How is that stupid? Because it's not a crisp. It's a potato chip. It's a crisp. You're 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 baking a p- little piece of potato into a chip form. If if okay, if Skip listens to this, weigh in on uh, weigh in on this, please for us. Am I just saying the word chip because I've been conditioned to think that's potato chips? Like what is a chip? Yes, a, a chip, a chip off your shoulder. I don't know. Like cheese its I wouldn't call them like chip on your cheese shoulder. chips. You know, cheese. Well, cheese chips would be nachos. <laughs> <laughs> they would, right? Nacho cheese chips. Nacho cheese chips. <laughs> But where was I going with this? Yeah, this is it's it's just oh, yeah, coffee it's sucks, twenty sorry. bucks, and then I think the shipping was like six dollars. So we're looking at twenty six dollars a bag. That's expensive. But you did buy the corn coffee. 
That's because we did it for the pod, and it was supposed to be like crack coffee. It's supposed to be like insanely powerful, and it was. But yeah, it was uh, there's, trash. There's another brand called Death Wish Coffee, mm-hmm. and it's like they're supposed to be the world's most powerful coffee. And I do four tablespoons per serving for myself. Is that a lot? Uh, I think you do. You, people do like maybe like two tablespoons per like you do one four? cup. I do four, but my my cup is usually like almost like two cups of coffee. So it's you like, eyeball it? Yeah, I, yeah, I eyeball. You, you're it. not like Mike who weighs everything. No, that's, yeah, he he literally weighs everything he does. I mean, the first time I did it, I, I weighed everything and I, I I did it so that way I can see what it looks like when I scoop it. Yeah. And then when I put it into my my maker, then that's how much I know. Or if I if I want to get crazy and have some extra time, then I French press it. So I, I've I've measured the first time, and then I I, re- I remember where the line was, and then I eyeball it from the forever than not because I can remember. I'm not a fucking idiot. Yeah, you're not a child. I'm not a child. Yeah. So you don't you don't boil your coffee, put it in the put your grounds in the piece of paper in the glass in the glass thing. Well, and that's, then, and that's then pour a, the boiled water on top of it. You don't do that. That's a different brewing method, but I but so for my coffee subscription, when they ever send me new coffee, the first batch I do, I always French press it, which is it's similar. It's similar in time because I do mm-hmm. I do boil water, and then you wait for it to drop down to the preferred. I think it's like one ninety, the preferred coffee serving temperature. That's so fucking. And then I let it sit in there for about five minutes, and then I push it down, and then pour it, and have a nice cup of joe. But then after that, I just use my machine. Convenience. Yeah, convenience. But I want to taste, you know, how would how how I don't know. I want a good cup of coffee the first time, and then I want to remember that taste when I'm drinking the shit coffee every other time. Okay. But anyway, I did try the Death Wish, which is like the (laughs) the world's most strongest coffee, and I put a fuck ton in there, and it was I was dude, I was wired. (laughs) Yeah, I felt weird. Like, what do you what do you how do you feel when you're wired? Are you actually hyper, or do you just have that head rush? No, like my heart beats really fast, and I can feel my heartbeat like in my gut, like it like my body shakes, and I'm like, holy fuck, I can feel like that. (laughs) And then even when I'm tired, like my eyeballs are just completely open, and I don't know, like my body is is going a mile a minute, but my mind's kind of (laughs) tired. <laughs> that's horrible oh i hate coffee that's why i stick with monsters for breakfast you know yeah monsters are, are super healthy and good for you and delicious so hey i don't i don't get that that's that cool. craziness that that rush that you get i mean i don't drink coffee for the rush i, I can just as easily drink decaf and, and have it it's just it's it's just nice to have something hot in the morning and sit around and i like to putz around the house for a little bit <laughs> with my coffee in my hand after the kids go to school i'm like cleaning up stuff you know enjoying my quiet time mm. with my coffee and then usually before i get the kids i'll either hit the gym or i'll listen to a couple records and yeah. that's by that time the coffee's like room temp that's and so then you get a gross. whole new you get a whole new like round of flavors because when Ugh. coffee cools much like when a stout warms you're getting a whole new round of flavors so it's like I'm drinking two different cups of coffee. Coffee is like mud. It is so gross. It is not like mud. I don't know if you've ever had mud. I've I've tasted mud. Okay, so you've had mud before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Uh, I'm gonna sit up because I'm irritated now. Coffee's trash. Mud is trash. Your name is mud. Uh, it is. It is. Puddle of mud. Um, okay, let, let's move on. Let's move on. Uh, the last thing here, uh, Fat Boy. He has passed away. I think he was 52, if I'm not mistaken. What group was he a part of again? I, I don't know anything about this. Fat Boys. Oh, is it Fat Boys? Yeah, okay. the group is called Fat Boys. I only really know about them. I've, I've heard of them in, in I don't know, my, my hip-hop career, but I only really got into them when we started doing like the vinyl stuff. And I bought one of their records because, like, oh, I know Fat Boys. They did that one funny song one time, and 
I bought like their third album and like, dude, it's a fucking banger, man. Like these guys are amazing. Like they, they popularized like the beatboxing. Biz Markey would not have a career had it not been for these guys. Okay. And their stuff is just very fun. It's very lighthearted. It's very of that. I mean, I don't like to use this phrase, but the golden, golden era age. of hip hop oh, sound. Yeah. It's very much like that, but everything is just, it's just fun, dude. And it's just, it's, it's, it makes you feel good. You don't have to think too hard about it. But mm-hmm. sometimes they do make you think, and and you don't realize you're thinking because you're just kind of like eh, you're having fun, dancing along, shaking yeah. your hips and stuff like that. But yeah, this guy was 52, and a lot of like Chuck D tweeted out something, and LP tweeted out something. So these guys are very influential, and mm. it's just um, I hate to say that it's cool when these people die be- because it's shitty, but it's yeah. cool because now people are saying like, "Who the f- like? Why is LP tweeting out this this fat boy dude? Yeah. Let me check it out." So it is kind of giving the fat boys a bigger platform, yeah, which than they, they would have got or it ha- had in the last thirty years, right? I mean, I, th- I think he was a, a a radio DJ for like Sirius XM, a station. Oh yeah, I read that too. But I don't know, man. It's it's it sucks that they have to get more recognition this way. Yeah. But it also is kind of nice that their music does live on, and all these guys' music are going to live on forever because of like the internet and other people respecting them yeah i read too that he was one of the first uh, latino people to be in hip-hop yeah or like popular hip-hop at least. yeah that was just it was just cool it's interesting especially it's just, at the time it was so dominated i mean it was only african-american people like how how yeah. how far has hip-hop come is just it's unbelievable yeah it really it, in it such is. a short amount of time like compared to rock and compared to that country and, and jazz and blues like hip-hop is still pretty new and it's still changing and we follow it. I, f- I feel like we follow it pretty close. Yeah. Even I, though we don't like well, a lot of... Well, you more so than me. But. Like the newer stuff, but like we still follow like the trends. We still follow kind of what the new sound is. Things yeah. like that. Yeah. And it, it's, it's fun to see something evolve. And it's fun to be old enough, I don't know, to, to appreciate the evolution, but then also still like hate it. Well, I mean, we've been there through, I'd say, most of the... Most of hip hop. I mean, we were only... We were born in 87, so, I mean, we kind of started listening to music, I'd say, age five, you know? Yeah. You start hearing music and, like, understanding what music is. Of, like, I'd say that around that age. So, it's like, we've been there for a long time. We've been there for a long time. We have. We, we started in gangster rap, and we're still here. We are still here. We're still here. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, so are you going to the mall later? Got anything else to talk about um, or what do we got? You weren't ready. And no, I'm totally ready. Are we good? You got anything else to say? No, that's it. How long has that been playing? I just started it. Oh, I didn't even see you touch the computer. Well, I don't t- I touched fast my phone. hands, fast hands, Touch my hands. Phone. Uh, so yeah, this is Asinine Radio. Thank you so much for listening. Okay, uh, stay tuned to the main episode because we're getting into the Lincoln Park record hybrid theory and we're also going to be ranking all seven of their records. So go to iTunes, go rate, review, and subscribe to us on there. Follow us on social media at SNI Radio. And um, that's it. That's all. Mm. Good job. Good job.